Country Crossover, brought to you by Waterforce Winton and Gore, your local company with two conveniently placed depots. From design to installation and servicing, visit waterforce.co.nz. And joining us in the Country Crossover, thanks of course to Waterforce, executive producer of the country, Rowena Duncan. Good afternoon, Ro. Welcome to Friday. Good afternoon, Andy. Now, remind me who the band is that was just uh, playing that song. Live. Live, yeah. I recognised it. Uh, I'm not usually so good on a Friday because it's usually country music, which is not really my forte. And I guess this is kind of country rockish. Uh, but live, I do remember them from my uh, early teenage years. Yeah. The song is called All Over You from the Throwing Copper album of 1994. It was their third album that came out. Sold 8 million copies alone in the US and launched them on a worldwide scale. And, oh, this album, I remember it well. Many a day crutching to this. Well, I actually was nowhere near my early teens in 1994 when this came out. Cheers, mate. Uh, But I don't know why. It took me about another decade to click on to live. So there we go. Uh, Long weekend. Uh, We've made it through another week. It's all a bit hectic at the moment, isn't it? Oh, it's been absolutely manic. And look, I don't think anyone in New Zealand who's a cricketing fan at the moment is helped very much by the first test against the English uh, that kicks off at 10 o'clock at night. I stayed up last night following along with the action. And it was so interesting. Like, we talk about rugby being a game of two halves. But my gosh, last night was a cricketing night of two halves, wasn't it? I didn't actually watch it. I just followed along on Crick Info for a wee while um, and watched a wee bit of league. Went to bed about 11 o'clock and thought, oh, here we go. We're done like dinners. Woke up 6 o'clock this morning and uh, pleasantly surprised. So there's, you know, you score 130 against England and there's a great chance we could have um, a first innings lead. It's a bonkers game. Oh, it absolutely is. I stayed up till midnight, and when I went to sleep, it was 36 for 6. And I thought, (laughs) oh, my goodness, what are we in for here? Did we make the right call? I mean, Kane Williamson won the toss. What the hell was he thinking? And then, yeah, this morning when I woke up and saw we'd made 132, and they were uh, 116 for 7. I was like, oh. Oh, maybe it is a terrible batting wicket and a really good bowling one. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Again, tonight I'll be able to follow along with a bit of the action. Again, we've got the Otago Sports Awards here in Dunedin tonight. I was one of the judges for this. So I voted on who I think should win the categories, uh, but I don't know the results yet. So that's going to be really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, Craig Cumming, obviously a former international cricketer himself, he's the one comparing the evening. So he assures me it will try and finish around a 11 o'clock tonight, so hopefully he'll be giving some cricket updates throughout the first hour of that uh, chess tonight. We had Craig on the programme last week just talking cricket, um, really interesting, but fair play to the guy, he had his work cut out just um, at his other job at OBZ, trying to get a curriculum together for sports when there's so many boys away from school with the bug. Yeah, yeah, CC works really, really hard actually, he juggles a lot of hats. Uh, and, uh, yeah, no, he, he does a really good job. So it's good. It's been a really good challenge for him, of course. He does fill in for us here on the country as well. He does our Saturday morning sports show, which he's not going to be doing tomorrow because uh, he's deserved to sleep. And he also was coach of the Otago uh, Sparks, was it, the women's yeah. cricket team. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of hats to juggle there. Fair play to him. Uh, Highlanders this weekend had Ethan DeGroote on the show yesterday and basically said, well, the Blues, they just don't respect the Highlanders. Um, Are they a chance tomorrow? Absolutely not. 
Oh, so and you're... I can say that because you might think, hey, you're, you're turning your back on the Highlanders. I'm a Hurricanes fan. I don't actually care what happens tomorrow night. So, yeah, no, I just, I, for the whole Super Rugby thing, looking at it with my Hurricanes lens on or even a neutral lens, I don't think the Highlanders should be in there. I don't think the eighth-place team deserves a playoff in a 12-team format when there's 35 points between the first-place team and the last-place team. And looking at them, what was it, uh, Four and ten, and then thirteen and one. I'm sorry, but that is rewarding mediocrity, and I think it should have been a six top six playoff. And I know they do it for rugby politics to ensure that the Aussies get more of a look in. I think it's five three the split. Uh, it would have been four two if it had gone to the top six. And I think, hey, look, this is where the benchmark is. If their teams can't make that top six, then they need to go take a good hard look at themselves and look at what they're actually bringing to this competition. Because yeah, having the top eight. In my mind, it's a farce. I agree if you're there, but at the same time, don't hate the player, hate the game. It's all about the money and the side of it from the Aussie perspective. Um, the Hurricanes, you've got to play the boring Brumbies. Um, you might as well call it 10-man rugby because that's what they do. But yet again, they're playing it well. And whether you like it or not, it seems to be working for them. Yeah, it's got to come down to tactics, I think, in that one. And it, Yeah, actually. But I, I just honestly think like we're not really doing ourselves any favour by having the hurricane, uh, the Highlanders go up to the Blues. You know, it's not going to be a really good game of rugby, is it? Can anyone hand on heart tell me that is a game that is going to be worthy of a quarterfinal? And look, my gosh, I would love to be proved wrong. But as you say, it comes down to the money. It comes down to uh, the likes of your Sky and everything saying, hey, we want more games so that we can get in more revenue. And it's at the detriment, in my mind, of the game. Yeah, and hard to disagree if you're there, but just uh, one sentence, 2015 final in Wellington. Oh, it still hurts. It still hurts. And so it should. Suffer for a long time. No sympathy from this end. Someone actually, one of my friends who was playing in that final, not for the Hurricanes, did remind me of it last week. And I'm like, no, no, just stop right there. <laughs> we don't talk about it. Hey, Ro, this weekend in Gore, um, the Gold Guitars have been cancelled, but there's still a few events that are going on. Um, the Truck Parade tomorrow, I'm really hanging out for this. I'm taking the two boys along to it. Um, we've actually um, we've changed our holiday for the weekend because of it, because I want them to go and experience what it's all about. I'm really looking forward to this. Beautiful. I think that's a great thing to be looking forward to on a long weekend. I'm looking forward to uh, getting away from my cell phone. Uh, so I think your, your one's a bit more healthy. Uh, but it's great that we see these events that, you know, maybe last year it might not have, or even it might have been the, the year before, I don't know, there would have been one Queen's birthday in the last two years, the uh, shambles that have been the last two years, that, you know, you would have been a bit nervous about going to something like this. So I think it's great that we are seeing crowds getting out and, and kind of embracing life again. And that's the thing, we're starting to come back to the inverted commas, the new, inverted commas, sorry, the new normal. New it's normal, ta- it's, we've pivoted, uh, we've, we've pivoted. we are resilient. But have you been kind? Uh, yes, yes I have been kind, <laughs> except to Jamie. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm um, loving our banter at the moment, and look, yesterday on the show it was even uh, great, uh, Andy, because... He had Christopher Luxon in the studio, and so we were giving him stick about getting dressed up. He wore I've the suit yeah. work. Uh, you know, I wore my normal clothes to work because that's the person I am. Uh, and then he, he was fanboying a little bit, which is quite cute. Uh, but then he got a bleeding nose while we were on air, and I told him that was because he was fanboying too hard. But it actually it was quite warm in our studio. We have a very small studio, Andy, probably about half the size of yours, and I think there's something wrong there. Uh, oh, hang on. That's not come on. No. No way. No. 
small though, and there were six adults in there, and uh, yeah, it got quite warm yesterday. The uh, the air conditioning didn't manage to adapt in time, and so yeah, we'll we'll blame it on that. You know, I managed to catch up and just listen um, the moment that he did get the bleeding nose, and it was quality radio, so well done on that. <laughs> I was honestly like, what on earth is he throwing his hands around and gesturing? Oh, you want the tissues? Oh, there you go, Jamie. Why didn't you say? Uh, but, yeah, it is always interesting on live radio when things like that happen. I've lost a couple of uh, correspondents in the last two weeks who just, you know, rural uh, rural connectivity, and they've been there one moment, and then the next moment they've dropped out, and you're trying to remember which bloody phone line they're on so you can drop them and they can call back. And, you know, it is a bit of a journey sometimes. Well, just touch on that, rural connectivity. They're talking about New Zealand being, you know, in the technological age where a lot of areas still suffer from having decent internet and cell phone reception. Um, do you find that a lot of correspondents that are getting more often than not still, they seem to drop out considering it's 2022? Oh, massively. So we always go for the landline over the cell phone. A lot of the time people don't have landlines anymore, uh, which is great for them, not so great for us. And then sometimes you do get the landlines that have that reverb. It kind of like echoes a wee bit or you can hear the electric fence tick, 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 yeah. tick ticking along and yeah it, it is really challenging but then also you look at Dunedin what are we gigaton here and sometimes our internet is so unbelievably slow and there's dead patches there I just go to the top of the hill on which I live and you actually can't get any kind of cell phone your calls drop out so yeah honestly uh, <laughs> I think uh, New Zealand really needs to uh, to up that if we want to compete on a on a global stage on a global platform with with the rest of the world, because it is quite hard for people to run their businesses sometimes if they are geographically challenged. Was that Gigatown the biggest load of crap at the time and just a big thing of hype, or did it actually do something for Dunedin? Well, I wasn't living in Dunedin when it happened. So it wasn't I that long ago. I answer that one, but... Yeah, no, it did surprise me because I remembered hearing a bit of a furor around that and hearing the hype and stuff, and it ne- I never paid any attention. I mean, I didn't even know where Dunedin was on a map back then, uh, and it wasn't until I moved here and someone mentioned it. I'm like, that's right. I thought you guys had really oh, SHIT hot internet, and it's absolutely anything but. So there we go. And the ironic thing is, when I lived rurally, I probably had the best connectivity out of anybody in Southland, but that's a matter for another day. Rowena, have a great weekend. Talk to you next time, eh? Yep, sounds good, Andy. You have a wonderful long weekend. Enjoy that truck show as well. Looking forward to it. Rowena Duncan, out of the country. What's the country crossover? Thanks to Waterforce. Weathers is a muster Friday afternoon up next. Anna Wakelin, she is committee chair for SIDE, happening in Omaru next week. Oh, yeah.